All right, we're live. Hey, everyone, and welcome. I'm Ryan Gray with RevMax.com. Along with me, I got my buddy Brent Dunn from Pay-Per-Click Mode. I hope everyone's doing well. We wanted to get on here today and talk a little bit about the Go Pokemon Go craze. Uh, it's been a little bit insane, and if you haven't heard about it, then you're probably not online or on social media, but gosh, people are calling me and talking about it. Uh, Brent, what do you think about this? What's going on right now? So when I heard, first heard about Pokemon Go, uh, basically my girlfriend showed me, and I was like, how is this thing going to be popular? Because basically, for those of you that don't know, what it is is it uses your GPS and your camera and basically gets you out and walking around all over the place, driving in some, um, some cases. And when your phone basically gets to a certain GPS location, then you're able to capture a Pokemon. Um, and uh, basically, I just thought it was the stupidest thing because, like, it's, uh, you know, you have to walk around and just just to collect a digital thing. But uh, as we both know now, you know, in the last three days or so, it's grown leaps and bounds, and it's already starting to beat uh, WhatsApp and active daily users. And the average is how much they're using it is 43 minutes a day already. So I think this is just the beginning of this type of technology. Yeah, you know, it, it, the growth, the how fast it grew is really amazing here. I think this is going to get a lot of marketers' attention and a lot of companies' attention. I guess it was this weekend. It was Sunday afternoon. I was at my neighbor's house, and, and my neighbor, um, his wife, was talking about it with my wife. And, and she's like, have you heard about this? Has your kids brought it up? And, you know, it was kind of new to us. And now today, I just did email our, our team at, at RevMax talking about, you know, seizing on this opportunity as marketers and, um, you know, already getting in. And, cap and capturing this trend. But it's interesting to me, though, about how we just heard about it Sunday, and now you can get on any social media channel, you can turn on the news, and they're covering it, and just the rapid explosion. And I believe that um, the stocks have went crazy. Um, I believe Microsoft stocks is, is way up, right? or Nintendo, sorry, not Microsoft, Nintendo's stock is way up right now um, because of it. But I haven't, I haven't looked at a chart. But Yeah, they said that they're already expecting to make over $7 billion from this game. And that's just, so for those of you that don't know how it's monetized right now, they're only monetizing it through in-app purchases. And Ryan and I earlier were talking about how th this technology is just the beginning of a new type of advertisement that we can start to see. And for example, basically if, if this app is able to get people to go to like a park, for example, like there's a park right down the street. And for the first time in a long time, I've seen a lot of kids basically out at the park. And my sister was like, oh, yeah, they're all playing Pokemon Go. And that was like the first time I heard about it. I was like, what the hell? And so basically with the power of being able to bring a group of people somewhere, we may very well in the future see the ability to kind of advertise like uh, say like you're a small coffee shop and it's, you know, it's a bit slow at the moment. Maybe you can, in the future, you'll be able to buy like a sponsored Pokemon or something like a rare spawn in your coffee shop. And all of a sudden you're going to have hordes of people coming to collect that Pokemon or, you know, whatever other app is in the future. And as marketers, we need to kind of identify this type of technology and see what else we can do as a performance marketer and for, you know, uh, brand clients. 
Yeah, you know, could you imagine what would happen right now if, if GameStop, for example, you know, the local video game store here in Kansas City and throughout the United States, if they were able to do that and had people showing up their store, you wouldn't be able to get near it. And, you know, I'm, I'm certain with that many people you draw in, they're already kind of engaged in a game. I'm, I'm sure they're going to make um, some very good sales. So it's a, a whole new level of unique advertising that's kind of much more interactive based instead of, um, you know, this traditional outbound marketing where people hate to be marketed to, uh, you know, with this type of technology and moving towards that direction, I just think it provides everyone all these um, opportunities. It's very exciting because it's a new way to interact with the audience versus just traditional advertising and traditional putting an ad in front of someone and trying to cram your message down their throat. Yeah, and it's it's almost like this type of advertisement. Like we've already seen incentive incentive type ads where you know you get paid to or you, you pay the user basically coins or something to install an app. Well, they're doing, you're basically paying them to do an action while with this, it's now real life where you're paying them to do an action, which is, you know, go somewhere or do something. And so I think we'll start to see incentivize based stuff to make people do physical type things as well. That's interesting too. You mentioned the, the, um, the park. You haven't seen a lot of people in the park. Now, all of a sudden, this game um, is getting people to the park. What I kind of like about this is I, I've um, got a nine-year-old stepdaughter and, and a 15-year-old and stepson. And what, what I don't like about um, the video games nowadays is they're always sitting in the rooms playing Xbox or on their phone or iPad. And so what this kind of got, you got my attention, well, maybe this will get the kids to actually go outside. So not only is it benefit uh, just the marketing aspect, it actually is going to benefit um, – you know, actually act physical activity and getting kids out again, getting them out and moving around. And, and I did mention in my, um, in my email earlier about um, people driving tech or dr playing go Pokemon or Pokemon go and, and driving. That's, that's of course not safe. Um, but I do, I am for promoting the exercise aspect of it. So I think that's also another, another thing that's interesting that technology now is not just behind the computer. It's not just on the Xbox. We're actually with our phones. We can take it with us and actually get some physical activity out of it. So I think it's just so cool, um, with this stuff coming about. Absolutely. I'm actually kind of surprised that it's taken this long to kind of have this augmented reality type app start to catch on. Um, like we were discussing a little bit earlier, I, I've seen a few of these types of apps, like one of them is called father.io. And the problem with it, it, it's been trying to get going for about four years now. And the problem with it is you have to actually buy other physical hardware for your phone to actually get it to work. But the concept is really cool. What it is is basically like real life or not real life, but augmented reality laser tag. So you use your phone as the receiver but you're playing, you know, you're playing the app and you see a totally different world in your app and then you're playing against your friends. But like I said, the, the difference is, is Pokemon Go, you didn't need any extra physical equipment. So it's just getting people used to this idea of augmented reality. So it's definitely just the beginning. Yeah, and that's what I did like as well about this um, is you don't have to add anything else to the device. Um, the other game, it's awesome, the laser tag, but actually having to have the, the consumer go buy something, yeah, I think that's going to kind of limit them. Of course, it's a cool gift to give your kid or whatever, but if you have to go buy it, it's not gonna, you're not going to have this viral growth that you're seeing with um, Pokemon Go. You're not going to see it uh, just spike like this. And I'm looking at some of this data 
right now. And man, these stats are just, it's absolutely insane. It's one thing to go viral, but it's one thing when you're starting to put up the numbers, you know, <laughs> this is unreal. The amount of um, the, the traffic spikes and the usage time. I mean, my gosh, the usage time is greater than um, WhatsApp, Instagram, Snapchat, and Messenger by far. <laughs> oh yeah. It's at 43 minutes and, and supposedly I think what Facebook's at around 45, 46 minutes on average. So mm -hmm. they're almost beating them and i'm sure they'll be beating them you know this weekend probably because this kind of, this thing kind of just spiked up this weekend um basically what is it really on the fifth is yeah is when it really got started and it's almost beating twitter and daily active users as well i would say by this weekend they'll be beating twitter as well yeah, so I wonder now where do, where do we go, or as entrepreneurs and developers, it's gonna be f interesting to see you know who comes up with the next one now. Um, you know, this is obviously a, a bigger deal than just a, a developer out of his bedroom getting started up, but it's gonna be interesting to see with just something that can grow this quickly. You know, kind of where it's gonna go and and what difference could come out because obviously the I mean the hype's tremendous right now, but I, I don't see it. It's gonna eventually hit a plateau and then it'll be the next thing. And I guess that's that's kind of what companies and app developers fight is you know how do they how do we keep the hype alive how do we keep this um, you know this big trend keep growing or or at least grow at a, a level that will be consistent over months months and years ahead of time. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Like a lot of times when when games first start to catch on, it's always this collection based system. Like Mario, for example, you're collecting gold coins. Sonic, you're collecting gold rings. This, you're now collecting Pokemon. And once you kind of start to get bored of that collection phase, then you need to start having different types of games. So, and different types of apps. Like the other one that we were talking about was, uh, what was it? True car or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't, it's not, it's not true car. It's a different one. It's the, but it's when you, you're going to purchase a car, you can have that app and it will bring up all the information about that certain vehicle. Uh, it's the same augmented technology. So yeah, like when you walk onto you know a car lot, instead of having to wait for the salesperson to come explain to you all the details about the car, you just take your phone and you point it at the car, and right there it shows you all the live stats of that particular car. And so I think that's just the beginning as well of us being able to use our phones with this augmented reality type of technology, being able to kind of merge virtual reality and real life into one. Exactly. And, and, you know, recently it was actually the true car app I downloaded recently. I was actually looking some information up for a friend and, and th this app wasn't that good. It was more of a, um, it was like an iframed website, basically just trying to give you price details and it would scan the local prices around to see if you're getting a good deal or not. But with this type of technology where you could actually walk up to the vehicle and it would give you, and you could put it maybe at the VIN or, you know, nowadays the VIN number has a QR code that you can scan. Um, that would really be cool or just to bring up this information um, when you're actually approaching a vehicle, because a lot of times when a consumer goes to buy a car, you know, it seems kind of, to me, it's old school to walk up to that sticker, big old printed sticker on a window to look at the features. It seems like you should be able to scan something or walk up to something in your phone and then get all, all your data there. So I think this type of technology is going to, is going to go much further than just games and, and even further than carbine and really change the way we do a lot of things on our phones and in our everyday lives. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing to kind of mention was just to take a step back when we were talking about RFID chips, um, just as a refresher, basically there are these little, uh, it's like what Apple Pay uses or the Android Pay and stuff like that. And it's just a little chip that gets powered up when your phone is within proximity of it. 
and so what a, a few companies are working on right now is the ability to basically put a chip. So say like you go into a store, there's all these different cookies or, you know, whatever you're looking at. And then all of a sudden you walk up to that aisle and all of a sudden you get like a coupon for chips, ahoy, like a specialized coupon, which one are you going to buy? You're going to buy the one that just popped up because it knows that you're looking at that stuff. So I think we're going to start to see that blend also with, like I said, the augmented reality type stuff. So it's almost going to be like, we're going to really have incentivized ways to go buy things. Like say you go to target and you get coins for some game or, or something like that. And so it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see, you know, what other apps kind of take advantage of this quickly. You know, I think the, a leaderboard type system would be really cool uh, if if we developed or someone developed an app where you could actually track that. Because I think the incentivizing marketing and making that go into, say, Target, like you said, and buy stuff, and then you're getting coins for a game, and then maybe you compete with your friends. And, you know, we all grocery shop at least once a week or so. I mean, we all have to eat. And if you're, you're actually getting rewarded for buying that gallon of milk or that loaf of bread, you know, which, of course, which one are you going to buy? The one you get rewarded? on to the one that you don't and that's i think it's i mean that's really amazing that the power you know once you kind of wrap your brain around that you know gas stations i mean which gas station you can go to the one you're going to get a reward from or the one that you're not um and it's i think really the opportunities are kind of limitless and and so I think um, the Pokemon Go gives us um, just a whole wake-up call into the possibilities and to really how far technology is coming and um, and kind of where it's heading yeah absolutely and you know the other thing is is we don't have to just wait to take take advantage of this. Like you had mentioned uh, on your network, you just now got offers for Pokemon Go. Uh, just a few years ago, we took advantage of Flappy Birds. Remember that? Like how much money was made just from that trend? And so by using this, and the other thing to talk about is it's not just kids using Pokemon Go. Like there's adults and everything. Because like I know when I was a kid, the, basically when I was like seven or eight, Pokemon was super popular. And so, you know, everyone that kind of grew up around my my age range is basically they know what it is. And so it's adults and kids kind of using it. So it's a, it's a huge niche to be able to take advantage of as we're seeing, it's already beating Twitter. So it's multiple millions of users and it's only going to keep growing until it finally plateaus. And it's just one of those things where it's a brand new angle that you could take advantage of. And there's only a few offers that I've seen. I think there's only four, three or four offers so far that I've seen taking advantage of this. So it's definitely something affiliates can hop onto quickly as in like right now. Yeah, you know, I think that's the, the biggest thing about affiliate marketing and marketing in general is getting that idea fast, getting that competitive advantage and be able to mow over your competition that are way too slow or not thinking as fast. And so you mentioned since this is just a, a this is a trend, a lot of people are aware of it. So you can spin this so many different ways as a marketer, just because now the Pokemon Go, it's everyone's talking about it. So if you can just take that angle and spin it into something. So maybe, yeah, it's cool. We have offers that are that revolve around that thing. That's probably going to convert very nicely. But there's also opportunities now for other games or other developers because you know the people that are playing this obviously have a smartphone. They're downloading the app. So now it gives you a, a way to start um, to pitch an angle to them and then actually take that angle and drive it to be a conversion to something else. So you're right. It's not just um, kids playing Pokemon Go where marketers can capitalize on. It's the entire, it's the entire trend. It's the entire um, conversation. So that conversation, you might start 
start it as a marketer and then lead into something else. And I swear, if you gave me long enough, I could come up with an angle and I could sell weight loss or, or skin or whatever it may be off of this craze. Because what you're going to find with these trends is high click-through rates. High click-through rates is high ECPMs and high, EC, high ECPMs is how you get all the traffic. So someone's going to do it and you know i hope it's i hope it's us that's doing the majority of it but um you know the cream always gonna rise to the top and and this is a huge opportunity just like flappy birds but a lot bigger even yep and just to kind of get people you know creative juices flowing one of the things i was kind of joking about but now i'm almost thinking i should do it is uh right down the street there's this there's this large park and that park is one of the uh, Pokemon go places to catch a rare Pokemon or something like that. So I'm half tempted to basically print out a QR code for the offer and, you know, put it on the, the park bench or whatever, because you're having super high targeted people physically go there. They see this QR code to get free coins or whatever. It's going to be an ent entirely new type of uh, conversion process that they've never seen before. Yeah, that's that's one of the smartest things I've heard. <laughs> that's actually a great idea. Anyone watching this, you know, you should go right now to Google and type in QR code generator. There's millions of them. And take your affiliate links for your offers, put them in there, print out that QR code and go do that. That is really, really smart. Good job, Brent. So that's uh <laughs> That's an interesting way because you know people are going to go out and, and start looking for that and they'll scan it and there you go. You'll get a couple conversions right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, and, and right in the app, it shows you on a map where the go-to spots are. And those are the spots that everyone's going to. Um, I just read a news article that I think it's like San Diego Pier or something like that. Last night, they had over 600 people at the pier all because there was this rare Pokemon spawn. So oh, just wow. imagine the amounts of people going just to get something rare. And even if you just got a fraction of those people, you know, some of these offers are converting at or uh, paying 20 to $30 a pop <laughs> out of 600 people that are super high targeted that you don't have to pay for anything. That's all profit. You could easily make a grand, you know, in yeah. one night. Yeah, that's, that's, that's excellent. Anytime you don't have to pay for traffic. And that's the cool thing about trends is you can you can use the hype to build off of free traffic or, or almost free traffic if you're um, you know going to buy ads with it because it's so popular in the CTR. But you know, talking about this is taking it to a whole new level of, um, of free. Now, I will say I, I did see this over the, new, over the weekend on the news. There was some ding dong here in Missouri and they actually robbed someone at one of the spots. So I do want to warn anyone out here watching the video, you know, use some common sense. Be careful when you're going places because you never know what, what's going on in this crazy world nowadays. But, um, you know, and that's um, interesting about the pier too. Um, that could be great for um, tourism, local tourism, um, trying to, you know, here in Kansas City, we have like the War Memorial and um, Union Station, certain areas that's, you know, kind of for local tourism. And so this could really help promote those sections and, and really explode even all the businesses around that. You think that the War Memorial in Kansas City and the Union Station in Kansas City, all the restaurants and local businesses that is right there. I and mean, what, what a better way to get people out and talking and eating at your restaurant. So whole, whole other way that can be used for marketing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think you made a good point. Instead of like just trying to get people to one location, like I mentioned a coffee shop, you know, having them go to like downtown overall, that's all small business and stuff. And just having people there, you know, if you drive all the way out to downtown or whatever, and then all of a sudden you're hungry, what are you going to do? You're going to go order food or buy food right there. You're going to start to generate, you know, revenue for these businesses. So I think, go ahead. 
it, it, it becomes a social event as well because you got to think of these 17, 18, 19 year old um, they're running around right now for, for, because it's summertime. So they all four or five hop in a vehicle or a couple of vehicles and they drive downtown. Well, they're down here and they're going to get their, their spawn or whatnot. And then they're like, well, we're hungry. Well, we want to go to the movies and we want to do something afterwards. You know, we're, we're now in the age of, we need to be constantly stimulated, constantly entertained. And so it's going to do more than the coffee shop's a great idea, but now it's going to spread out. They're going to start going everywhere and it's going to, it can drive local business. Um, so I, I think that's, that's an, Another thing that's really big for for using this type of technology to experience and explode marketing techniques beyond the traditional outbound and inbound marketing methods. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things to really think of as marketers, performance marketers, is unfortunately when this technology really starts starts to catch on, it's not going to be the small businesses that take advantage of it because they're always behind. It's going to be like the McDonald's and the Starbucks and stuff like that. But if if us as marketers learns how to use this technology when it starts to become available as advertisements, we can sell these services very quickly because it's brand new. Just like when I first started selling SEO and you know websites to these businesses uh, back in, in 07, 08, it was a really easy sell. Well, I'll try to do that now, and it's not because they've been blasted by thousands and thousands of businesses offering them SEO and you know stuff like that. But when it's something new and you can show them tangible results, like, hey, watch, I can get a ton of people to your business right now. What business wouldn't want to buy that? Exactly. And, and as, this, as this tech keeps evolving, this is like the, anytime you spearhead a technology and get in front of it, just like you said about the SEO, you're going to get those results. So here in the next five, six months, this stuff is, is there's a ton of opportunity for entrepreneurs and marketers to help the small businesses or the people that's not the large corporation doesn't have the Starbucks budget to come in and utilize this technology for the business. Because you're right, it's, it's sad, but it's true that most of the small businesses, they're always five or six years behind. And, you know, the guys that just got into SEO years ago, now they're just now hopping into their social media accounts. It's like, come on, guys, get a little bit further ahead. And, um, you know, you can you can use this technology just because it's new doesn't mean you have to have the big brand or budget or the big um, Starbucks budget, so to speak. Yeah. And, you know, that late adoption always ends up hurting them. So, for example, you know, kind of going back to when I said that I built them websites and did SEO for them. Well, they all used the original website that I built for them. and it doesn't work for with mobile and now Google changed their algorithm. You don't have a mobile site. You basically don't rank. So now they're, they're set behind even again. And so, you know, some of these guys, they get to the point where like, Holy crap, I'm really far behind and they're willing to pay some big bucks to get you, you know, up and going. And one other thing is if, is if you know this as a marketer and you're wanting to start your own brick and mortar business or anything like that, it gives you a huge advantage right there. Just knowing how to market it in a industry that, is still growing and it's still at its infancy stage. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree. And, and just tremendous um, amount of opportunities. Um, you know, if you are wanting to get and start, if you're on brick and mortar, if maybe you're the affiliate that sits around and, and balls out of control and just wants to, you know, get a little bit more um, peace of mind with another business that, um, you know, that you can add on to invest in for the future. Uh, just tons of opportunities there as well. Yep. So, I mean, one other thing to kind of mention is I just thought of an app that, that kind of uh, was doing this as well. This whole incentivized based thing with uh, making people do physical things was a uh, shop kicks. And what shop kicks did was it had you go and scan products in a certain store. And if you scanned those products, you would get points and then 
you basically be able to turn those points in for like gift cards and stuff like that. So it was almost like incentivizing people to go to those stores, kind of like that, the old like rewards uh, cards, you know, you'd always have to sign up for like a Safeway rewards card and then you get like 2% off or whatever. This is the new version of that. Yeah, I, I agree that, you know, and that's kind of what I thought about in, in the beginning of this call when, when you talked about um, when you talked about people coming into Starbucks is the grocery stores, you know, they still use those reward cards and and people religiously use those cards to save what two cents off a gallon of gas. And really, once you look at the savings, it's not that much. But if you and but people dislike it because they have to get they have to get gas. So why not? You know, two cents off a gallon, um, get get a, at least something off. So now that with this making it more interactive and incentivize more fun to do and what I like to call legitimate incentivize is you're not tricking them or it, whereas it's a lot of incent before was hey you know get paid to do this and it was really low quality because they were just doing it to to do whatever the, the the reward was this there's actually much more of an interaction to it so more high quality but I disagree in the fact that um, this is the future of instead of using those little cards at your grocery store um, or at your gas station this is the new rewards program that's going to allow companies to really do a, a lot of crazy things with them. Yep. So I think this is, uh, this is one of the this is one of the newer weapons that these stores have because Amazon, it's called the Amazon effect. They're kicking the crap out of everyone. Uh, besides Walmart, Walmart's the only one that's investing massive amounts of money into online marketing. Uh, but you know, the other stores, like I know my mall that, uh, is here locally. It's, it's toast. Like there's, all the stores over there are gone. Like Sears is totally gone. It's like an insurance company now. <laughs> yeah. And so it's going to be interesting to see if they can really use this technology to kind of get people out and moving again. And um, just to kind of tie this back to marketing a little bit more is kind of bringing it back to the old, the whole creative aspect of, of just using everything around you to market. And what I mean by that is just like I mentioned, you know, using, um, printing out a QR code to get people to go to that offer when they're physically there. Well, one of the first things I ever did for marketing was when Netflix was paying $15 a trial, there was a uh, privatized pizza company that was, I knew the son of the business owner. And so we had printed out coupons with his pizza coupons that were attached to every box. And then the coupon said pizza in a movie. And the link went to my affiliate link to get $15 for each Netflix trial. And that was, ironically, that was all profit that I then just split with the pizza owner. So being a bit creative too in your marketing really, really pays off as well. That's really smart, Brent. I remember you telling me about that, you know, Netflix and a movie and that just kind of goes together. And, you know, even you could use the QR code method there. I mean, that method would still actually work today if you had a buddy or, or a newer, had a relationship of, with someone that had a food delivery service. Um, that'd be a great opportunity just to stick those on there. My gosh, if you got it, that's almost worth getting a job as a pizza delivery man, just so you could go put that on there. Cause you can think how many, especially in Kansas city or maybe even well, New York city or a large city, how many pizzas go out every night? If they saw that on there, get $5 off or $10 off Netflix tonight or dinner and a movie. I mean, just how many people would actually do that and it would be no cost. Um, to them. Another thing I want to add here before we close is um, when all else fails, everyone, uh, to tie this back into performance marketing, do a survey. All you would have to do right now to, to monetize this traffic and to, and to get on this um, trend is create your survey right now. Um, Pokemon Go, do you play? Yes or no? 
or just ask some ridiculous question where someone's going to give a response. Make it easy. Make it a yes or no. Um, just, you know, so you only give them two options. It's really simple. But just ask a silly question about it and then drive them into a funnel that way. Because you, you can use the game. You can use the trend to grab their attention. But then take them take that to switch it into a funnel to get them to do whatever that um, your, your objective is. Um, so when all else fails, go the survey route with these trends and you'll make a lot of money. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's one thing is you don't even have to just use the offers that are available. You know, the fact that it's growing so quickly, you can act like you're either the company, you know, kind of doing a survey like, oh, how do you think, how do you like this technology, stuff like that, just to get people engaged and then tie them into something else. So that's a great point. How do you like this technology? Do you want a new iPhone? There you go. I don't know. Just a little hint there. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll start to see some of our funnels uh, pretty quickly here in you know spy tools and stuff like that. But uh, by then it's too late. So and I'll be locking down my page too. So if you see my if you see my funnel on the spy tool, don't well you can copy it. But that's not the converter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, pretty much all I got. Any any final questions or comments? No, I think that's all I have for now. You know, I, I hope that um, we're going to get back on and, and do this a lot more. So I, I encourage everyone out there watching, make sure you're subscribing to the pay-per-click mode channel here or um, the RevMax channel or both. You know, either one, you'll get a hold of um, Brett and I because we've got a lot of a new stuff here coming in the in the coming months here that's going to be a lot very beneficial to marketers. And if you like hearing about this new technology, you know, it's the stuff that we love. So we're going to be um, talking a lot more about this and as well as just more creative ways uh, to promote performance marketing offers because things change. It changes quickly, but there's still, there's the opportunities that are out there right now to make a lot of money online are just tremendous. I mean, they're so much more so than even two years ago. So just make sure you keep watching and um, that's all I really have. But all right. Yeah. I mean, um, just one thing I know that, you know, it was already basically half a year ago now that we said that we're going to do more of these. Well, things just got really busy for both of us, but we're going to try and do videos when it's important. You know, we're not trying to rehash the same shit that everyone else is rehashing. We're kind of talking about stuff that, you know, is futuristic and, and to help you grow into this never ending, uh, growing basically industry. Yeah, so. exactly. So until uh, next time, guys, like Ryan said, make sure you subscribe. If you're looking for some great offers, go ahead and sign up to RevMax. If you're looking for some info on how to actually run those offers, check out ppcmode.com. All right, until next time, guys. Thanks, everyone.